and welcome to the show. This upload is coming to you November the 2nd, 2016, and you're listening to the Post Money Plan Podcast. Today's episode, I will be interviewing Myra, a single female in her early 30s who's conscientious of her finances. Today's episode is hosted by myself, Dallas Post, the founder of the Post Money Plan. Welcome to the show, Myra. Hi, thank you. Okay, so let's get started. I'm ready, Freddie. Okay. All right, Myra, so I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you can just share your personal experience with us so our listeners can get a feel for how a regular person can go through the process of reclaiming control of their finances. Okay. Can you just give us a little background on yourself and where you're coming from with regards to how you approach finances, or actually how you approach them in the past? Sure. So I grew up in a five-person household. I have two younger siblings and then, of course, my parents. And my parents provided for us as well as they could. And then um, when I went off to college, they still took care of me and uh, I took a two-year break for personal reasons. And then I graduated and I still really didn't know how to manage my finances until five years out of college when I got a rude awakening. But, you know... Uh, over the past year, I've been taking steps to take control of my finances. Okay, and could you just, if you don't mind, would you go into a little bit on that rude awakening? My dad um, got died. Well, this was actually the third time my dad got diagnosed with cancer, but this time um, when he had brain surgery, it affected him. He became disabled. And I'm sure that was a stressful time for the family and put a lot of pressure on the family. Yes, a lot. So before that time, your your dad was the, um, he worked full time? Yes, he was a provider. And then what happened once he was diagnosed? He lost his job and then my mom had to quit working because she became his caretaker. And so how did that affect the family, um, both like emotionally, but then, then financially? Um, well, it was hard on the family emotionally, but we are Christians, so uh, we were able to use our faith to sustain us. And then it affected us financially, sort of, because, I mean, my dad, he had money in savings, and he paid for, I mean, our house was paid for, and their cars were paid for, but we did have new expenses like health insurance and other things that we had to worry about. So we had to trim off the fat, as some would say, and just use the money for things we really needed. Okay. Okay, so could you just walk us through like what it was like when you were growing up in terms of things you had access to and the what you were taught about money and finances? Um, yeah, growing up, my parents pretty much provided everything that I wanted. I never felt like we didn't have anything. Maybe when I turned 16, my dad did buy me a car, but I didn't get a brand new car like some of my friends. But, you know, I still had a car. And I don't think I really was ever taught money management because my dad just handled everything. What was the environment for your parents? I know you've mentioned this to me before. Could you go into that a little bit? Like when they were younger? Oh, yeah. Growing up, I guess my parents didn't have a lot. They had a lot of siblings, and they just had to work. So I guess whenever they had children, 
their form of showing love was just to provide everything for us. And that's how they showed us their love. Because they felt like they didn't have those resources. And then once later on in life, when they did have access to resources, they wanted to shower that on on you. Yes, precisely. And so did you, were you, do you feel like you were ever taught anything about money in school? No, never. Which, I went to college and I never was taught anything about money. Yeah, which seems to be the systemic problem, and which is terrible. You know, why don't they teach us this? It's so important. I agree. <laughs> okay, so leading up to this rude awakening, what would you say was your philosophy towards money leading up to, like, before that point in time? Um, I just, I did not think about the future. It was spend what I have. If I wanted something, I would buy it. I didn't even think about saving. It was just not something that I even ever considered, which was not the best idea, but... You know, I just didn't know that you were supposed to save and uh, not buy everything that you wanted. So then was the event of your father being diagnosed the catalyst for thinking about things differently? Or did it take till later? It was when my dad got his brain surgery and, and then was disabled. That's when things changed because my dad was no longer providing for, well, he would no longer be able to provide for us. And it was like oh, crap, like, I need to take care of myself. How do I do that? So that was the point where the weight fell on you, where you said, okay, now I'm going to really have to provide everything for myself? Mm-hmm. And even you also had to help support the rest of the family, too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then once you started to feel that way, what changed for you, or what did you start to do differently? Well, I started thinking, okay, I have to pay off my debt because that would free up some of the money that I had coming in. And was that from from school? Um, school and, you know, things that I had bought on credit. Okay, so school debt and credit card debt, that kind of stuff? Mm, Yeah. Okay. So that was the first thing I did, and then I started funneling some money towards a 401k and putting some money aside into savings, because I learned about emergency funds. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I um, did some research, and I came across Dave Ramsey, and it was really interesting because he said you should have a $1,000 emergency fund because if you ever have an emergency, you don't want to put it on credit. You want to be able to pay for it because if you're living paycheck to paycheck, then that just makes things worse for you. So that's what I did. I got a $1,000 emergency fund, and I worked towards that goal. And was that a difficult process to build that up? Mm, No, not really. Um, After I decided to do it, I had one within four months. Oh, so it was much more easy to obtain than you might have initially thought? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. It also helped that I got a bonus at work, so... (laughs) Blessings. Blessings in the right time? Yeah. Okay, so what other financial issues did you identify or were things that you wanted to change? Uh, Just where my money was going. I was spending a lot of money on entertainment, and I realized that if I cut some of that out, I would have a lot. I would free up a lot more money to do other, other things. So getting a budget was something else that I had to do to help me recognize where my money was even going. 
And, and that's... You know that people budget? That's so crazy to me. <laughs> so then, can you walk us through the process that you and I went through to go through budgeting? So, I told you what I wanted to spend and where I wanted to spend it. And we kind of went through it to make sure that I could pay off some debt and also have some money to do the things that I wanted to do. So really, Dallas, you do a lot of the work. <laughs> and then since since we've gone through that, have there been any adjustments or changes that uh, you've adopted to your um, spending habits? Yes, definitely. Like now when I spend things, I think... Well, first of all, I move money to where it needs to be moved. Um, and then when I have, you know, the leftover, I think about, like, what, what do I want to put that towards? For example, last week, I really wanted a jacket. But I live in Texas, so I don't really need a jacket. Not until January. But I thought, oh, it feels so soft, and it's only $80. And what if it's not here in January? But I thought... You know what? I have like 20 jackets and I buy a new one every season and that's the only one that I wear. So if it's still here in four weeks or in two weeks, whenever, you know, you have enough in your clothing budget to buy it, then you can. But right now you're not buying it. So it takes discipline, <laughs> which um, is really, you know, it's not something ex a muscle that I've really exercised much before. But, you know, as a Christian, discipline is really important because we're not mastered by our desires. There's certain things that we have to do, and we have to follow that. Could you go a little bit more into how faith has played an influence on your outlook towards finances? Uh, yes. Well, you know, I learned that everything, you know, everything that I have, it all belongs to God anyways. So one day I'm going to be held accountable for the things he gave me and how good of a steward I was with those things. I don't want to show that all I bought was clothing and, you know, buying clothing is my vice. <laughs> but if I like, if I have extra money, that's what I want to do. I want to buy clothes. I don't know why I have like a lot of clothes, but you know, you can always use some more. And I want to use things to... I want to be more generous. I want to give to people. I want to use it towards the kingdom. And I think that would be a better use of my money anyways. So so being a responsible financial steward is important to me. Yes. And, and, and you know what? If it's all God's anyways, then we're really lucky he only asks us for 10% and not 90 <laughs> Yeah, it's, but like you said, you know, if everything we have is given to us from God, then it's like our responsibility to take care of that responsibly. Yes, it is. He who is faithful in little will be faithful in much. So I want to show the Lord that I can be faithful with my tiny salary. <laughs> <laughs> so coming back to the budgeting... How has that gone since we put the plan in place, and have you been able to follow through on things so far? Yeah, I've done a pretty good job of following through. Budgeting is good because it gave me parameters on, you know, where I could spend and what I could do, and it helped on not letting me feel deprived. So that was good. And what's gone well and what hasn't? I mean, it's gone pretty well. 
the only thing that hasn't gone well is I can't buy random stuff that I want. <laughs> because now I have to discipline myself. Right. It's been pretty easy to follow, I think. And it gives me new goals because now I'm like, that outrageous interest. Oh, when I finally looked at one of my loans, I saw that I was only paying the interest and I could not understand why it was not going down. Well, I saw that. Well, yeah, that's a good example. Like when I started paying off one of my credit cards, it was this medical credit card to get um, I got my wisdom teeth removed in 2013, <laughs> and I could not figure out why I was paying it off. Like, I would put money towards it on a monthly basis, and it would not come down. And I think the APR was 32% or something, crazy like that. And I finally looked at the bill, and I thought, oh my gosh, i got to get rid of this. So I started putting all my money towards it, and it finally went away after like six months. And it didn't even have a very high balance, but I thought, you know, I was doing enough just by paying a little bit over the minimum. So I, I think you raise a good point there is what happens to a lot of Americans is you have a credit card and you're paying whatever you're told to pay without really looking into it. And you discover later that they were telling you to pay a very small amount and which you thought was fine along the way. But what ended up happening is you were accruing more debt and owing more over time. And so the lesson I hope our listeners can get is that it's very important to be aware of how much you owe and how much you're paying and whether that's bringing down the principal or you're just paying the interest. Yes, because I was only paying the interest. Which means in your situation, you had the wisdom teeth in 2013, which you paid for, and then you found out three years later that you're still paying for it and wondering why it hasn't gone away. So one other thing I wanted to touch on was when we went through your budgeting process, we looked at the different debts you had. And like many people, you know, if you have different kinds of debt, it's very important to try to prioritize how you're paying those debts because you have a, a limited amount of cash that you're earning at, at any given point in time. And you want to make sure that you're paying down the highest interest debt first. So when yes. when we went through it together, we found that, you know, your credit card company, government, whoever, they each want you to pay the minimum payment so that you keep accruing debt. Uh, what we found is that you could prioritize which ones you were paying more towards so that you could bring down the higher interest bearing debt first. Yes. And so typically for people, credit cards are the highest interest and like a mortgage is usually the lowest interest. So in your case, we found that the credit cards were the highest interest. And so you started allocating money towards those, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I started paying off my credit card and I should finally get this paid off in December and then I'll be done with it. And the hope that I have in building budgets and going through the process with people is that it can give hope for a plan, you know, where you can see the end of the tunnel at some point in time. Because what I've found is a lot of people can feel like they're stuck on a treadmill that you're never going to get to the end. I'd... I guess some people would feel like that. <laughs> Okay, so that wraps up our Q&A. I want to thank Myra for being a part of the podcast and sharing her experience. You are welcome, Dallas. Did you have any last thoughts for our, our listeners? Yes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
Do not plead on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. All right. I want to thank our listeners for joining us for this edition of the Post Money Plan Podcast. 